Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, and this is your weekly insight into what's going on in the heavens so that you can take action down here on Earth. So each week I come to you with um, some information about what's going on up there in the planets. Um, And this week, oops, sorry about that. My cat is uh, playing with the setup here. Um, so this week we've got, uh, a lot of Virgo energy still. So we talked about Virgo the last two weeks. Virgo rules all things that have to do with your routine, your day-to-day work. It loves to detoxify, to purify, to, um, find perfection in things, to find wholeness in things. It likes to, um, be in nature. It's an earth sign. It's also a mutable sign. So it rules transition. It rules the transition between the summer and the fall. All the mutable signs always rule that transitionary time period, right? So it's not quite summer. It's not quite fall. That's Virgo. Um, it's the harvest season. It's when we reap the rewards of the work that we did, um, throughout the year thus far, or in the past few months. So, all of those are Virgo themes, right? Virgo is also a communicator. Um, it is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is now in Virgo as well. And Mercury is really helping us with the focus. So when Mercury is in Virgo, it Mercury rules our mind. It rules our, our, our way of thinking. It rules our logic. It rules how we communicate, speak, write, um, converse, learn, teach, Um, So with Mercury now in Virgo, we have a focused mind. So for a a little bit, we had Mercury stuck in Leo and all the other planets were in Virgo. So it's like our mind wasn't coming along for the ride with the energy. But now the mind has arrived and Mercury rules Virgo. So it's happy. It's in a sign that it rules. Mercury rules both uh, Virgo and Gemini. So when Mercury is in one of those signs, it obviously feels at home because it's where it's the ruler. And with Mercury and Virgo, we have this opportunity to be really, really focused right now. So there's some really interesting things happening. I mentioned last week that, yes, a lot of these personal planets do travel through the same sign at the same time, especially Mercury and Venus. They travel pretty close to the sun. And then the moon, of course, joins them for the new moon. Now, this new moon in Virgo that we experienced last week it had all of these personal planets pretty much conjunct. So that means that there is a whole lot of focus right now. One of those spots where the focus is really palpable is Mars. Mars and the sun came together a few days ago. And that Mars-sun conjunction that only happens every two years. So this kicks this week kicks off a two-year cycle of focus, a two-year cycle of initiation, a two-year cycle of motivation around something. So I really, really implore you to choose what you are going to focus that energy on. Is it your business? Is it your career? Is it your family? Is it your health? Is it um, a creative craft? Your painting, your drawing? Is it your yoga practice? Is it meditation? What is the thing that's really on 
not only your heart, because Virgo is ruled by the mind, Mercury, what's been on your mind? What's been gnawing at you on the conscious or even the subconscious level? What's been coming up when you get quiet? What's the thing that you're like, I really have been wanting to try that. I really have been wanting to dive deeper into yoga. I've really been wanting to dive deeper into my art. I've really been wanting to dive deeper into um, my health. I've really been wanting to um, dive deeper into how I can clean up my finances and be debt free. That's a big one. Virgo really likes to clean things up and to declutter. So if you are considering decluttering or cleaning up, whether it's your closet or your, um, you know, your, your finances, your checking account, like doesn't matter what it is. Virgo loves to declutter. So if you've got something in your life that's feeling a little cluttered, um, maybe it's your mind and maybe you want to commit to a meditation practice. So whatever it is, you know, you possibly set your intention for the new moon around whatever this particular thing is that's coming up for you as I'm talking. Or, you know, maybe it's been something that you've been working on for a while. I really, really implore you to think on where could you be two years from now if you really focused in on that thing. So where could you be in your practice of business, health, spirit, creativity in two years if you really, really, really dug down into it right now? Because this week is all about productivity. And, you know, productivity, I think, can seem like a really boring thing, but it actually isn't. It's about being able to execute the thing that you want most. You know, so often we spend a lot of time talking about intention setting, especially in spiritual communities, especially with astrology. But we don't necessarily talk about execution. And execution is where you actually learn stuff. Virgo loves to learn. Mercury loves to keep the mind busy. So this week is very much about execution, about productivity, about learning the lessons you need to learn. Um, Not necessarily... So the goal could be where you want to be in two years from now. But what are the projects and the tasks that will lead you to that goal. That's the stuff that we really have the focus for right now. We really have the energy behind getting in there and doing the work. And so I really want you to get in there and do the work on something this week. And don't let it be the work that someone else wants you to get into and do. Let it be the work that you really want to get into and do because that is going to feel so fulfilling two years from now. If you look back, the next time Sun and Mars come together, it's going to be in Libra and it's going to be in October of 2021. In October 2021, when you look back and you say, wow, look at all that I did starting in the fall of 2019. So I really want you to have that aha moment and that um, luxurious free feeling of, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe I, I did that. How did it happen? And we have the energy right now that really gives us that, 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 that power to manifest. And I don't mean manifest like how a lot of spiritual, spiritual people will talk about it being like, I want to manifest a Mercedes or I want to manifest, um, a great boyfriend, or I want to manifest, you know, um, a 
five bedroom house. Um, but really manifest meaning like bring into creation. Like if there is something that's been on your mind that you've been wanting to make tangible in your, in this earthbound reality, this is an opportunity for you to really manifest it for you to execute, for you to be productive. So that's the main theme of this week. And I want you to really uh, harness that energy and use it. So Mars rules drive, it rules motivation, it rules that fire in your gut. And so that's being lit on fire by the sun right now. So whenever the sun and Mars come together, we call that combust. It's combustible. It feels like it is being blown up. So the energy of Mars, which is already like a super high driving planet, is being um, expanded by the sun. So that feeling of being lit up, I want you to really tune into this week and think on what lights me up? How can I be more lit up? How can I find my spark again? Where do I feel my spark? Maybe you are feeling sparked in some place in your life and just lean into that a little bit more. And if you've lost that spark, um, do a little bit of journaling and soul searching or speaking with a confidant about the places where you do feel lit up because you really have the energy of the planets helping you to move forward wherever that is in your life. Um, okay. So this two year cycle, you know, anything Virgo in, it's going to be about work. It's going to be about routines. It's going to be about health. It's going to be about organization. Um, anything in that realm that you are wanting to work on is going to just be like extra blessed because all those are all things that Virgo really loves to spend time with. Um, I mentioned that Mercury is helping our minds focus. We had a moon in Scorpio for past few days, and that really does help. It's the one water sign that's really great at focus. So, um, you know, Scorpio is co-ruled by Mars. So that was helping with the focus. So you may have felt pretty focused this week. It is back to school week for most of um, the children in America. So um, if you're a parent or even if you're not a parent, you're just a person in society just feeling that shift of back to school. Um, you know, the other thing that's really interesting about this, um, this, uh, this Virgo cluster is trining Uranus, which is always bringing us new opportunities and new, new ways of seeing things. So you might feel like, oh, I've been working on this thing for a while and I'm not where I want to be. And Veronica is saying to really double down on what lights me up. And this does light me up, but I'm not where I want to be. Well, Uranus is there in a very harmonious aspect to those Virgo planets saying, how could you do this a little bit differently? How could you look at it a little bit differently? Saturn is also making that harmonious trine aspect to these Virgo planets. And Saturn is saying, I'm giving you the discipline. I'm giving you the, the grit to show up every day and chip away at this, to, to chip away at this goal, to do the tasks, to make the lists, to um, put one foot in front of the other each and every day, okay? So we really do have blessed aspects in terms of making stuff happen. Um, the other thing that's going on this week that's pretty potent is there's a T-square. So the T-squares can be a little bit uncomfortable. So a T-square is basically two planets in opposition to one another, and then they're both squaring another planet in the middle, and that makes uh, a T, or 
a little triangle here, and there's a release point opposite it. And for those of you listening to the podcast, I'm making some symbols with my fingers, so that's not helping you. But the point of the matter is that T-squares, you don't even need to know what it is. You just need to know that these create some friction, and friction actually is a good thing. So when we have friction in the sky, it basically is a catalyst that pushes things forward. Right now, Venus is opposing Neptune. That can make us a little bit dreamy. So that's not a bad thing. You might be thinking, oh, this is a really big dream of mine. Is it really time for me to go after it? Maybe it is. But both of those planets are squaring Jupiter. Now, it's not a terrible planet to square because Jupiter does expand things. It makes things better. It can make us think that we're better than we actually are at something. It can make us think that um, things are grander than they really are. Um, It expands things. It makes them bigger. What I really think this is manifesting is a feeling of your beliefs and your values being challenged. Is the thing that you valued two years ago still the thing that you value? Because this Mars cycle, every two years, Mars and the Sun come together. So it's been about two years. And so think back to what you wanted two years ago. Do you still want it? Are the things that you valued then what you value now? You know, Jupiter and Neptune are in the square all year. And they're, that square is perfected about three times. And we are all year being asked to question what we believe. Venus coming into the mix asks us to question what we value and if our values have changed. Because Venus rules not only love and relationships and how we um, interact with other the women of our life, but it also rules money. And money is an energy of value, right? So if we drill down on money, it's really an energy of what do we place value in. So this is an opportunity for you to um, just revisit what beliefs and values you have. Have they changed? Do they need to change? Are they changing? Um, The other thing is because Venus opposite Neptune can be a little bit dreamy, that can be inspiring. That can be really helpful in terms of finding that spark, accessing that fire in your guts, really um, uh, tuning into that. Great week for meditation, great week for a quiet yoga practice, great week for spending some time um, in, in, in solitude and uh, letting, your, letting your subconscious talk to you. Um, anytime Neptune is, is aspected, it's a good time to let the subconscious talk to you, right? Um, Neptune is, it rules the stuff that we can't feel. It rules the stuff that we don't necessarily have words to describe. It's the spirit realm. So what I was going to say is that when Venus is opposite Neptune, we do have to be careful of being a little gullible. So this is a great time to, as I said, do the work, execute. That's how you learn. Don't necessarily make life-changing decisions when Neptune and Venus are opposed. This might not be the week to like leave your job unexpectedly. Now, if you've been planning to leave your job for several months, then that's something else. But, you know, just because you have one bad moment at work this week, don't just 
up and leave your job unexpectedly. It's not, it's not a week for those. Um, it's, it's not a time for crazy, um, unexpected actions. It's Virgo really likes things to have a logic. Virgo really likes things to have a system and Virgo really likes things to be rational. So not a time for being irrational, time for um, paying attention, gathering the data, writing it down. Mercury is the planet of communication and the mind. Great week to journal. I always tell you to journal and I always tell you to meditate. Those are things that we should always do, but sometimes they're, they're even more important than other times. And so when Mercury is really ruling the skies, we want to make sure that we're really um, uh, utilizing that and, and working through our thoughts with our words. Um, sometimes if you're not a writer or journaler, sometimes you can be a person that um, talks into the phone and records it, and that can be really, really helpful if you're more of an auditory learner. Um, you know, speaking to a therapist, speaking to a coach, speaking to a confidant, all of those things can be really helpful in processing where you want to focus your energy right now. Um, tomorrow, Friday, we're recording this on Thursday this week. Um, on Friday, the moon is going to conjunct Jupiter. So we're really going to feel our way into that T-square. So that T-square of Venus, Neptune, Jupiter, we are going to feel it. So... If you have been wondering if your beliefs or your values have changed, if the things that were important to you two years ago, are they still important to you? You might really feel it on Friday. You might really be like, oh, yeah, that's not so important to me anymore. Or, oh, yeah, I didn't think that I wanted to um, have a really uh, nice home, but now that's important to me. I'm getting older and I want more space or whatever it is, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you value. Um, it might be that you have been valuing more time with friends, more time for your social life. Maybe it's all been all about work for a while. And now it's about cultivating, um, connection again. So, okay. Um, that's Friday. And then on Sunday, the moon is going to conjunct those Capricorn planets. And we've been talking about Capricorn all year because it's a really important part of what's going on this year. This whole year is a big lead up to Pluto and Saturn coming together in Capricorn. And this is like a uh, rebuilding of the foundations that support us. So this is a big year for people to be changing jobs. It's a big year for people to be moving. It's a big year for people uh, releasing relationships that may have been really, really important in their life and now have, um, you know, come to the end of their, their time of, of, of serving you. Um, so depending on what, where this is going on in your chart, because Capricorn lives in a different part of your chart for each of us. Um, there's 12 houses and it's in one of those. So depending on where it lands in your chart, it can give you a lot of indications as to what foundations in your life are shifting. Is it your home? Is it your family? Is it your romantic relationship? Is it your friendships? Um, is it your health? Um, all of that is to say that when the moon comes to Capricorn each month, there is a heaviness. Right now we have all these personal planets in Virgo. Pluto and Capricorn, which, uh, Pluto and Saturn and Capricorn, which are also earth. So we've got a bunch of Virgo, that's earth, a bunch of Capricorn, that's earth. When the moon moves throughout the, the Zodiac, you'll notice that like today, 
the moon's in Sagittarius and it feels a little bit lighter. We've got some fire. We don't have a lot of fire in the sky right now. So the moon in Sagittarius, it's like, it feels like we all feel a little bit lighter. We feel a little bit lit up, feel a little bit inspired and passionate again. But then when the moon moves into Capricorn, you might feel heavy because we just have a heavy, heavy dose of earth right now. And earth is important because earth is what helps us take our dreams and make them happen on this material, in this material realm. But having an overabundance of earth, you know, too much of anything is not good, right? Um, so we have, when we have so much earth, it can be a little bit heavy and we can get a little bit hard on ourselves and we can feel a little bit depressed. So especially Virgo, Virgo is a sign that tends to make us hypercritical of not only other people, but even more so ourselves. All of the earth signs tend to make us feel like we're not doing enough. They tend to put us into a mindset of doubt. They also do lots of good things like hold us, you know, accountable and make us feel the ground underneath us and let us feel like, you know, we're not up in the clouds. We, we actually can make things happen when we have earth. That's really important. But if you're a particularly earthy person and now we have a lot of earth, be mindful that you might be really hard on yourself right now. Be mindful that you might be doubting yourself more than usual. Be mindful that um, you might be saying to yourself, oh, you could do more, but you're probably doing just enough, okay? Um, so that's something to be mindful of when the moon goes to Capricorn. And in general this year, when the moon goes to Capricorn, it hits Pluto, which is a very intense planet. It rules our power, our relationship with power. And it hits Saturn, which is our relationship with discipline. It, it represents the father figure in our life. It represents that sense of um, authority. It represents the patriarchy. So this is heavy stuff. And each month we're, we're feeling it. When the moon hits Capricorn every month, we are feeling that heaviness. Um, so to complete this week's essential astrocast, I want to remind you, as I said earlier, this week is about productivity. It's about execution. And that is where you learn the lessons. You don't learn the lessons being in the lab, dreaming things up and not ever doing them. You learn the lessons by putting the pen to paper. So this week, put the, put the pen to paper, talk to people about your dreams and what's going on. If you think they're going to be receptive, if they're not going to be receptive and they're going to be hypercritical, don't talk to them about it. But this is really a week for taking those ideas, taking those dreams and bringing them into the, into reality to see if they actually work to, to, to test them out, to get the data. Um, you will look back at this time at the end of the year in two years in six months at the full moon in Virgo. And you're going to say, wow, I can't believe what I've accomplished. I can't believe Veronica was right. I, I focused in on that one thing that was really gnawing at my mind and I've, I've made so much progress. So one of my favorite things about astrology is it really offers us not only an opportunity to plan for the future, but to reflect on the past and we don't get too many opportunities in our society to reflect. We're really, we're really interested in go, 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 go. What's next. But when you reflect, it gives you so much data, so much power to move forward. 
So I want you to really um, hold on to that this week. Um, focus in. Big words for the week. Being productive, productivity, execution, focus, collect the data. Those are some great themes for the week. And um, know that you are doing enough, unless you're not doing enough, unless you really know that you're not doing enough. But most of us, I think, are really buckled down and doing the work and, um, you know, be in the process of it. Be in the process of it. Don't get too caught up in the goal. Really be in the day-to-day process. Put one foot in front of the other, okay? I send you lots of love. If you are interested in doing a reading with me, you can go to my website, veronicapretti.com and book a reading. Um, if you don't have my free astrology guide, head on over to veronicapretti.com and get the real sign guide. You will learn how to work with the energy of your sun sign as well as your real housewife archetype. And um, last but not least, I am actually redoing or tweaking my astrology membership. So if you are interested in learning more about that, uh, make sure you're on my email list. And the best way to be on my email list is to go onto my website and sign up for the real sign guide. And then you'll automatically be added to my email list and you'll get all of the details on the essential astrology membership hosted by Patreon. And I send you so much love and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you soon.